0: God is in control. She's a happy girl. Welcome back to another program of Woman at the Well Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk She's with Jesus Christ. Girl. There is a standard that Christians are to live by. In all things, that means in every situation, regardless of the circumstance, whether in good times or in bad times, we are to do good. Christians should be different than those who are not of the household of faith. Our works should point others to Christ. Those who follow us should be able to see a pattern of good works. They should see a pattern of helping others, living holy, serving Christ, giving wisdom, and living righteously join us in this podcast of woman at the well ministries as kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures revealing to us the necessity of living a life filled with good works and patterned after jesus
1: hello and thank you for joining us in this podcast of woman at the well ministries it's an interesting thing how we can deduct a lot of things from data and as a scientist in my profession I have often really counted on what data would tell me. And the truth of the matter is, is that data never lies. And so as we begin to see and collect certain pieces of information based around perhaps a hypothesis or around a project that we are trying to mitigate, then we know what to do because we can see a pattern. We can understand a trend. We can begin to see the circumstances surrounding whatever it is that we're looking into, and we can see how it got where it is. We can see where it started, and so the information about it tells us a lot about the very origin or the very issue we're dealing with, and that's the very same thing that we have in people's lives, only we as Christians sometimes don't take that as seriously, and If you watch a person's life, and usually it doesn't take very long, you're going to see whether they're for God or whether they're against God. And I'm talking about watching their lives, not listening to their words, but watching their lives and seeing the role that God plays in their heart and in their lives, seeing how God transforms them from a worldly carnal mind to a godly spiritual mind, watching how in circumstances that people who don't have God would just simply follow a different path than someone who does have God, and watching this day-to-day, moment-by-moment dependence on God through their faith, and allowing God to lead their lives. That's what we're talking about when we talk about a pattern of good works. When we go to a lemon tree, we don't pull off strawberries. And that is what I want us to really think about in our lives. Are we producing the fruit of Jesus Christ in our lives? And the simple truth is this. If you're not... Showing forth the works of the Lord, then you are showing off the works of the devil. So as Christians, we have to be careful how we live our lives, how we maintain our heart, the things that we do, the words that we say, the places that we go. We need to live intentionally and with a strong purpose towards leading others to the Lord. Let's pray. Our kind and most gracious to heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this another day. We thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. And Lord, I just ask that you would remove me from this message, that you would fill me with your presence, that my words would be your words, that it would be a time when we have a moment to pause to think about what does our life say about who you are, Lord, help us to live a life that speaks truth. Lord, let us demonstrate our faith through the works that you allow us to do in your name. Lord, may our footsteps lead people in the way of righteousness. May our words, Lord, fill their hearts with the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. May our actions, Lord, be those that are Sanctified and blessed and filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Lord, open our hearts and our minds, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Our text for today comes out of Titus chapter 2 and it's verses 7 through 8, and they read like this In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. In everything that we do, there's this model, this pattern, this example, this trend that, hey, that person's following the Lord. Hey, you can predict What's coming out of their mouth is going to be something godly and scripturally sound because their doctrine isn't filled with corruptness, because they're showing forth the word of God with their very life. See, you may be the only Bible that some people ever read. And we want to make sure that when we put on the name of Christian, because we have Ask Christ into our heart that we truly have placed him on the throne of our heart, that he truly is the king of our life, that we are dedicated, determined, and absolutely wanting to show forth that we are the children of God. You see, if you look at me, you can see traits of my parents. If you look at all of my siblings, you can see similarities because we are all filled with the DNA of Leon and Doris Miller. So there are things about us that resemble them, that sound like them because we were raised by them. And so you can see a connection between us and our parents. That is the same kind of connection the world should see between you and Jesus because he is teaching you through the spirit of the Holy Spirit that is inside of you who's instructing you, comforting you, teaching you, guiding you, and leading you. And so there should be evidence that you are a child of God, and it should be habitual. It should be constant. It should be consistent. People should know in a situation when you as a Christian, a child of God, are faced with temptation or faced with a choice to either serve God or serve the devil, they know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're going to choose to serve God because your life has shown a pattern of making that choice. The wisdom of God exudes from you because you've spent time in the word. The Bible says in this passage that I read you that we're to show forth uncorruptness, that we should be sincere, that we should have a seriousness about us when it comes to God. That doesn't mean that we have to walk around looking like we've been baptized face forward in pickle juice. That's not what gravity and sincerity means. That means that we have made a purpose to follow Jesus, that we are intentional in our choices. We want to make sure that we are bringing glory and honor to the Heavenly Father. It's important that we understand who God is and who we are in him, that we are able to show forth the works of the master so that we bring glory and honor to him so that others will come to know him. And one of the ways that we do this is found in 2 Timothy 2.15 that says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is our commandment from God to study. We have to know the word to live the word. And the Holy Spirit is going to give us the information we need as we spend the time, the energy, and we ask him to reveal to us what you want us to know from this. See, because Titus two eleven through 14, just further down in this chapter, reads like this. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify us unto himself, a peculiar people, zealous of good works. When you use a pattern to cut something out, and you do it over and over and over, from five times to 35 times, everything you cut out is going to look like the original. That's what a pattern's used for. You find something you like, and you want to reproduce that, And so you use it as a pattern, and that pattern produces over and over and over again something that is very closely resembling that original. And that's what God is doing. He is the pattern. He is the example. Our day-to-day choices, they are what show us a pattern. Our habits are created by the multiple consistent choices we make on a day and our habits shape our other habits. So as we begin to put in a daily habit of reading the Bible and we become consistent and determined and that is a purpose in our daily life, we will begin to see that As we read the Bible and we learn, it will give us another habit to pray. As we begin to pray, we will learn to pray for others. As we begin to read and pray together, we will begin to find an affinity and a a deeper love for the Lord that will lead us into doing more things for him. It will hone our ears and our heart to hear the directions of God, and we'll find that that Bible study and that prayer is now turning ourselves into service for the Lord. And all of this has been directed and conducted by the Holy Spirit that lives within us, but we had to make the choice to be determined to follow God. If you're a person who claims to be a Christian and you haven't denied ungodliness and worldly lust, and you're living unrighteously and ungodly, then you're in a situation. At the very best, you're not living as God has asked you to live and you're outside the will of God. But perhaps even more grave is that maybe you've never repented of your sin. You've never really asked God to forgive you. You've never really asked God to live inside of you. Because you can't habitually sin. You can't habitually line your allegiance up with the things of the world and the devil and call yourself a child of God. Because you will not have anything that resembles him. You will not have committed your heart to him. And the Bible says that we have to deny ourselves. That we have to deny ungodliness, but it's not grievous to those that love him. The scriptures say, the scriptures say, when you love him, you want to live that way. So you, if you are in that situation right now, where your pattern of your daily life looks more like the devil than it does Jesus, then you have a serious question to ask yourself. Have you actually ever repented of your sins and asked the Lord to forgive you? Now, all of us live in the world, but we're not to be part of the world. But all of us get the world on us, and we need to shake it off and clean it off. And we need to come to the Lord and say that we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. We need to ask him for forgiveness, and he surely will. But there is a transformation that takes place when we become a child of God. There is something that happens in our lives that says that we are born again. See, there's a reason why Nicodemus has struggled when the Lord told him that you had to be born again. He said, marvel not, you must be born again, because he couldn't understand it. There is a change that takes place, and the Bible tells us that we are no longer a slave to sin. When we become Christians. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new in 2 Corinthians 5.17. So this new man, this new nature, this Holy Spirit that has been put in our lives to teach us and instruct us and direct us and guide us is creating something new. That's this born again. We were born once and then we are born into sin because we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But this new birth is the regeneration. We are transformed. We're to be transformed and not conform to this world. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says this: "I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We are being told that the presence of the Holy Spirit in us will transform us into the person God wants us to be. But you and I have to be willing to be pliable and flexible and teachable in order for the Holy Spirit to do his work. And the Bible says that if we love him, that we will be that kind of person. We'll be seeking God's direction. We'll be seeking God to to create in us the person that he meant for us to be. And when we do that, we'll receive the abundant life that God has promised us. See, the bottom line, my friend, as we come to close in this, is this. Some of us, are not Christians because we are choosing not to receive Christ as our Savior. Some of us, for whatever reason, are playing the game and still have not asked God into our hearts and into our lives. We're just saying words. Our heart was never part of the transaction. Our heart was never in the process. Our mind was never changed and renewed because we weren't committed to anything other than just saying the word, showing up in the building, let everybody think we're doing the right thing. See, that's not how it works. The Bible says in James chapter 2, verses 18 through 24, these words, Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble, but wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Ye see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. We can't work our way into heaven. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But the reality of it is, is when we have intentionally and purposely come to the Lord with a repentant heart and ask him to forgive us of our sins, and we believe in who he is and the finished work on Calvary, there is a rebirth, there's a regeneration, there's a transformation, and our old things are passed away. Our old want-tos have become new want-tos. Our worldly flesh has become cleansed and changed and we are now seeking a god we are seeking his kingdom we are seeking his will we are loving him and we are praying to him and we are reading his scriptures and we are asking him to do with us whatever he wants help us lord to be exactly what you would have us to be and our life is going to show a pattern of good works because the world doesn't have us anymore sin has no longer got dominion over us we no longer have allegiance to the things of our flesh but we are sold out we are committed and we are determined and that my friend is what happens when a heart repents and comes to the Lord and says Jesus I am a sinner in need of a savior I need your cleansing blood there is nothing about me that is good my works are as filthy rags but I want to be washed by the blood of the lamb I want to be in the presence of almighty God I want to be a life that is sold out I want to be a person that God can use I want to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit I want a heart that will let him work in me I want ears that hear him when he whispers I want a life that shows a pattern of good works that my light would shine that my father would be glorified in heaven that people would come to know him because they've been in the presence of him through my life and that my friend is the difference in lip service and God service Today, check your life. It needs to have a pattern of good works. And he stands with his arms open wide, begging all to come, and whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved.
0: Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com/watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved.
2: girl She's a happy girl She's a happy girl she's Living life for Christ, she's a happy girl Not that calling never comes to plague her soul She just knows whatever happens